Lord, I've had a good life, and I think I lived it right. Bet there's a big old orgy waiting for me in the sky. I'm sure behind them pearly gates there's booze and weed and pills. But if there ain't sluts in heaven, Lord, send me down to hell. And there it is, kids. The best part of the talent you'll see in a talent show. That was disgusting. <laughs> that was awesome. Every, that was disgusting. Every show we do is like, I'm, I feel like I'm one step closer to just, you know, not showing up the next time. <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to be, if we're going to be showing shit like that, Jesus Christ. <laughs> The impurity, the, the humanity of it all. At least, throw in, at least throw in a church girl every now and then. Come she on. is a church girl. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? She's there every Sunday after work in the bar the night before. Yeah. Church of the brown-eyed brew, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hey, kids, welcome to another Let Them Burn. And it looks like we've already got some of the guys in here. How do you oh. how do you find those clips, man? I you know dude, I have my sources. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. I have my sources. You must be you know, Rob, you know, the more I the longer I know Rob, the more I think that he's a member of some sort of, you know, it's kind of like a wish.com Illuminati. It's like, you know, just a bunch of a bunch of rednecks and trailer trash that are networked all over the world that have like that that are sharing all these great videos and and stuff and I I don't even I don't understand why I'm not a part of it. That's the, that's the problem. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's because I look like a glowing so. It's because of the aviators, bro. <laughs> No, the aviators and the, and the high height haircut. That's yeah. what it is. Well, yeah. They shine too bright, man. I just got my haircut today. You know, I hadn't caught it cut since October. I walked in and my barber looked at me. Movie. My barber looked at me. He's like, you know, what the fuck are you supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm old. I just wanted to see if I could still grow my hair for a while. And he was you like, went, "You went to the barber shop and said, give me the Ryan Stone.'" <laughs> no, Ryan goes to the barber shop and says, "Give me the Nick August." <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get that right. <laughs> Fantastic. That's it. <laughs> Look, man. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just trying to follow the advice of Sun Tzu. You know, if you're if you're close, make them think you're far away. If you're far away, make them think you're close. If you're not a Fed, make them think you're a Fed. And if, if you are a Fed, fed make them think you're not. You're a fed. <laughs> so, you know, really, Rob is more likely to be the Fed on this show than I am. Oh, uh, maybe, shit. Maybe. You never know. That's that the would be the, That would be the ultimate subterfuge, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, though? Wouldn't wouldn't it be what was the what was the guy's name uh, that infiltrated the mob and he was a Fed Donnie Brasco Donnie Brasco Donnie Brasco when guys fucking finally outed him that they're like ah and even he was so good and convincing that even the guys he was after were like ah oh, no not Donnie nah Donnie's not a Fed that's just the Feds trying to make us think he was a Fed right right exactly that'd be me that's how, that's how good rob is it worries me though because rob knows things about me that could definitely get me some time in federal so you know i'm hoping he's i not. have a video mm -hmm. i'm hoping he's not one but <laughs> oh, gonna... 
Well, that's what you get for implicitly trusting him. With his life. With the, with his life, yeah, with your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, maybe that wasn't such a good idea after all. Uh, how, how do you think? I, never mind. I'm not even going to bring that. <laughs> almost doubted myself there. Almost, almost, almost. Just, that would you know. that would explain that Weaver stance that he that he has had at the range. Mm-hmm. There's that. Then there's that whole, you know, how do you think George Bruno imploded? You know, because he (laughs) trusted the wrong guy with his life. You know, I saw. I was going to post a George Bruno pick this week because I've been posting about one a week for the last couple weeks. George Bruno and Jack Murphy, just because I like reruns. What can I say? Yeah. And the and I have and I have one from back in the day of George Bruno holding a uh, holding an AR-15, but he's. He's not got it up to his shoulder in any kind of, you know, real stance. And he's not just kind of holding it like he's relaxed. He's like, he's like, he's holding it like he's, you know, about to, about to start lighting some people up, but he's not got the buttstock tucked into anything. And just that reeks of inexperience to me, but you know, maybe Mm -hmm. I'm, maybe I'm too uh, particular. No enchiladas in a fed walking. Dante occasionally has some good ones. You know, he's a, Dante's all right for a guy that comes from a country where they eat crickets. I mean, <laughs> and there are killers in there, probably. There's murderers in this chat. Here's one right here. Look at this murderer. Look at this motherfucker here. There you go. He gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where's where's the thing? Where's the thing? <laughs> here we go. Rawr. <laughs> I thought you were gonna play the other the other song. <laughs> There's that one too. Or were you thinking of another one? Uh, careless yeah. whisper. Careless whisper. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where the hell's that? One? <laughs> Rob hasn't done this in a couple of weeks. He's he's, he's a little a little rusty. Yeah. <laughs> God, a little rusty gnome. Hey, kinda speaking of which, can you can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. So I'm yeah, back you're in good. my I'm back in my office again on my regular setup, not on the couch anymore. So what the hell is it? I know I got it on here somewhere. Jesus. It's the most unprofessional setup. Oh, there it is. I fucking Old man ties his shoes. I need Chad Elkins to be in here right now. Well, I mean, you know, it might make sense if, if you were doing pickup videos and, you know, infield mm-hmm. videos and, and all that shit but you know right that that's the best part to me you know is you see stuff like that and i get it trying to get my goat you know trying to see if you can be a provocateur but it's like man i i have no gum road i have no course i have no 599 dvd I, I'm not here to prove anything to you idiots. If anything, all I'm here is to do is point and laugh at you idiots. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Well, know? I think, I think what he was doing was he was making fun of, uh, you know, John Anthony lifestyle and Mac, the day gamer and all those guys. Like that. Oh, oh, okay. 
So so he's laughing with me, not at me. Right. That's what I oh, think is okay. going on. I don't, I don't but know. But I, I don't know who that is. So, you know, I don't you need, know. I don't know who the hell it is. That's where I'm thinking. Is it one strike or what? I have my suspicions. But, <laughs> you know, I was on, I was FaceTiming with Little Spurt before we got on here and she was wearing a fucking tube top. And you guys know how big her titties are because you've, you know, you've, oh, yeah, you've showed, you showed you, receipts. You've, you've at least seen the proportions, if not the, you know, if not all the skin. In, uh, in proportion, yeah, yeah. the in proportion. Yeah. She was, you know, she right now she's on a strict instructions to if we're ever FaceTiming that she needs to be either topless or wearing a tube top. So she's usually wearing a tube top because she's a good church girl. And, uh, you know, she just has to, she just has to pull the, she just has to pull the tube down for me before we hang up or I won't tell her goodbye. It's kind of like holding the conch when she wants to talk, she that's pulls right. her tube top down. That's, that's, that's good. I, need to, I like that. Hang, hang on. Let me write that one down. Okay. She wants yeah. permission to speak. She's got to pull the tube top the down. Titties. I need to, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. institute that. Uh, There's a new policy. Like yeah. If you want to speak, if you want the conch, you must show tits. Well, so yeah. far it's a bit, if she wants me to say goodbye and good night and, you know, I love you and all that stuff, she has to, you know, pull the tube top down first. So I think this is, <laughs> this is even better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna door dash bull rush a plate of enchiladas. <laughs> I, just, I just, they just better be looking, be better looking than the ones you post on fucking Twitter, dude. <laughs> Those are that's the worst looking that's disgusting. That's, that's why I like them so much. That's why I like that. that so gross. So <laughs> oh, you did. I was like, stop it, man. Just like get better. T- Get better never, enchiladas, please. Never. <laughs> That's like, that almost puts me off on enchiladas too. That's the Borash thing. is like <laughs> Borash is like you know how the guy in American Pie fucked the apple pie. You yeah. Borash <laughs> Borash will basically stick his dick in a plate of warm enchiladas. So. <laughs> oh, it just works. It really does. You know. You know, I, I I couldn't be here last week, but I'm I'm glad that you know. I'm glad I, you know, it's times like these. I'm glad I haven't quit the show yet because, you know, there's just making fun of Bull Rush alone is worth the price of admission. <laughs> well, it's funny because just like you have the name, you know, the nickname Little Spur Girl, and I've got Belly Dancer and Velvet, and Bull didn't even come up with it. I think you christened him with the whole enchiladas, but it fits because we know some things about her. That make it at least as the inside joke that it's like, yeah, we're talking about enchiladas. Well, didn't he didn't he tell us one night that she had made some enchiladas or he had made enchiladas or something? Well, and she's Is part it? enchilada too, so yeah. you gotta keep that in mind. I just I, I, I just <laughs> like the way in that shut. <laughs> I just like that. I like the way in that enchiladas gift that the that everything is it looks like it's glowing in the fucking dark. It's like the enchiladas <laughs> are glowing and the guacamole, Jesus Christ. It's gross. I've never it's seen so guacamole gross. like that before. Not real, not real guacamole. <laughs> that, li- those in, that whole plate looks like something you get at a fucking corner store at a gas station. <laughs> it looks uh, like it looks like gas station enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> if aliens came and replaced Mexicans and made some enchiladas, that looks that's like what that's like that's enchiladas by skin, fake skin alien suit Mexicans. enchiladas. Right. Skin suit enchiladas. <laughs> 
Yeah, shit. Oh shit! It's turning out to be a banger of an episode already. Well, I've been I've been drinking since about uh, I knocked off work about four today, so I've been drinking since then. So oh, speaking of, speaking of which, Nick, uh, I know I sent you a thing a couple weeks ago. You need to try this Penelope uh, barrel strength bourbon. It's really good, really good. Sounds gay. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds gay, but it, it's a bourbon it, called Penelope. Yeah. Okay. Are you sure you're pronouncing it right? Sure. Okay. I mean, I'm not the, you know, I'm not the fucking English major inside this group, you know, fucking Mr. Master's degree and shit, but I, I can read. I'm literally, you know, somebody, somebody has got to, you know, somebody has got to keep the culture moving along. <laughs> that movie the, called They Live, but all food is enchiladas. Hey, that's pretty damn good. You're, you're the, you're the, cur- you're the culture warrior we need, but don't deserve. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Saving the West one semicolon at a time. One syllable <laughs> at a time. It kind of it kind of makes my you know my two years in graduate school studying linguistics worth it. <laughs> kind of. Is this where all the dicks hang out? No, just you. Just you, Sast. It's just you. I like I like Sass because he drinks every morning. He's, Does he? I've, um yeah, he 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 goes he goes full Irish coffee every morning. That's kind of what I've been I've been kind of emulating him lately. I drink in the morning instead of the evening now. Well, it goes along with that whole motto if you're gonna be a day drinker. Okay, you can't you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Right. Well <clears throat> and there plus was one... I've... go ahead. No, you go ahead. This is well, your show. Well, at least tonight. But there was the, there was, it's funny, this last weekend, so I'm out with the Carney people, all right, all the belly dancers and all the other Carney folk, and we're doing the carnival thing at the, the fucking Renaissance thing, and one of them, it was so great because she's like this four foot eight fucking Filipino chick. All right. Okay. I'm just going to call her Joe. Because her fucking real name, you can't pronounce it. Even Dante could probably pronounce it, but I, I'm Dante, it's probably Dante's mom. You should call her Tattoo, <laughs> like from Fantasy Island. Hey, the plane, the plane. Hey, boss. I'm gonna have to fucking bring that up. She'd probably get a kick out of that. But anyway, Joe was there. Like I said, she's like this four foot eight, four foot nine, like hundred pounds. I don't, not even a hundred pounds. Probably like ninety pounds, soaking wet. Spinner, fucking like Vietnamese Filipino chick. Okay, I like it. Oh, total spinner, dude. Total spinner. Okay, and of course I'm sitting there with the belly dancer, and it's like it's like ten thirty in the morning, and I'm drinking. Okay, and she's like, "Oh my God, Rob, you're fucking drinking." I'm like, "Well." You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. And she goes, funny you mentioned that. (laughs) And she goes into this whole spiel about health reasons like, you know, alcohol inhibits your sleep, your REM, all that crap. Good. But she did bring up a good point, though, which was if you're going to drink, do it in the morning, do it at, you know, early day, you know, cut yourself off by about five or so. That way you can get it through your system so that when you go to bed, you can still get a good night's sleep. And I was like, okay. Cause initially she was bringing the book to the bar and I'm just like, Joe, Joe, honey, I like you, but leave the book at home. But she did have a point when she brought up, well, you know, you should drink in the morning. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, come over here, sit on my lap and tell me more. You know, because I'm all good with drinking in the morning because why not? It, you know, 
was her name Domicelli? What the fuck are you talking about, Zachary? No. No, her name was Joe. Come sit on my lap. We'll talk about the first thing that comes up. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we used to say in high school. Oh no, bacon. We're 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 vanilla compared to what we've been in the past. Yeah, we're just we're just getting warmed up after our hiatus. Mm. We had to take a break from all you retards because, as Ryan would say, I can't even. Okay, he he did a purge and dropped everybody except Nick. He kept Nick because Nick's his editor, but he dropped like everybody dropped. Bully That's not why he kept me because I'm awesome. Oh, is that what it is? Because you the keep fact bringing that I, the fact that I'm his editor is just that's a, like a side that's note. incidental. Is that what it is? That's just coincidence. <clears throat> well, is that what it is? Okay, but you know, I figured that's why he kept you around. You know, to assuage my hurt ego. Was well, oh, the only reason he's <laughs> Nick is because it's you know he's his editor. So you know, that's what I was telling myself when I was like, oh, fucking Ryan dumped me. I, I feel so unsatisfied. You know, it's like a, you know, you show up for a quickie, and I feel so unsatisfied. But <laughs> Ryan, then I kept, thought, Ryan kept me around because he, because whenever he, he like, I kind of Sarah, Sarah, no de Bergerac him when he's texting his girl. He runs his texts by me before he actually sends them to make sure that they're Nick August approved. And, and that, and I mentioned that because that is a new service that I've got. Um, it's $20 a month, and uh, you get one battery of texts a day, and I'll, I'll approve them or rewrite them for you before you send them to a girl, wife, you know, chick on <laughs> Tinder, whoever. Uh, well, I kept you too, Chest. But we also know that really you're like Ryan's alter ego. So, of course, he kept you. <clears throat> Just saying. Well, I like, the, I like the more savage side of Ryan that he's been showing here lately. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, he's, telling, he's actually telling guys to fuck off and get lost and shit. Right. Right. But that's the whole point. But I liked the fact that he kind of dumped everybody because he was like, I can't even. And that's where I was like, you know, I need to do the same. It's like, dudes, it's it's not you, it's me. And so I cut over half of my followers. And it's not permanent. Most of you guys will be back. I just needed a palate cleanser and I, I needed a reset. It's like, ah, because I'm getting on Twitter and lately I've blocked and muted and muted and blocked and yet the retards keep showing up. And then I realized, well, it's because you fuckers are engaging with them. And it's like, okay, you know what? I got to get rid of some guys that I like just to give me a breather because, yeah, it's I I don't even want to get on Twitter because it's just bullshit. And that's where it's like, okay, like half my fucking guys got to go. You know, I just right. did this back in December. I'm about to do. I'm I'm almost going to do it again. Do it again? Yeah, yeah. Because it. it's because I I get even more spurs now than I did last year, and that oh, doesn't wow. make sense because I've got you know I've got ten percent of the followers I had back then. I'm following about the same number of people, but and it's mostly the same people. <laughs> you guess you probably could be navel. I, I would not surprise me because both of you sometimes have some real bangers. And sometimes, and I say this as a high compliment to you, Chest. I really do. But sometimes both of you are fucking insufferable. And so <clears throat> you kind of think maybe he is naval. <laughs> or he's God sad or something. 
I mean, we've never seen we've never seen him in both in the same place at the same time. So. No, we've never seen him in the same room. I mean, it's so. really you know, I, I could I could see like you know, Chest reclining in, in his study, his wife giving him a hand job, and him on Twitter saying crazy shit as Naval and laughing about how many people believe it. And then when he then when he then when he comes, he you know he comes all over his phone. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, with, all, with all due respect, sir. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm also naval. I was also Carl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And he was also, uh, what was your, what was the one you did for Cake in a Crisis? What was it? Oh, shit. What oh, was yeah. It? Chick yeah. Name. Your, your take on cake in a crisis. I, I can't remember what it was. Something in a pickle. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, Valerie, we only went on hiatus for a week. It's not like we, you know. Disappeared. That cake in a crisis was funny because. There that, it is. Pie in a pickle. That's the one. Pie that in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely one of my favorites. Well, the, the you know the, that cake in a crisis chick, she followed me once because a lot of a lot of women on Twitter have done this. They'll you know they'll they'll see a tweet of mine and it sounds it sounds good. It sounds like it's right up their alley. Chances mm -hmm. are it's probably ironic to begin with, so they've misread it to, right from the jump. But sometimes it'll be sincere and they'll think it's they'll they'll say oh well that represents this whole totality of this guy's think this dude's thinking so they'll follow me and then you know about three or four tweets later when they when they see the full <laughs> nick they they immediately drop it they immediately unfollow <laughs> which is why i don't have that many female followers and i don't follow that many chicks just you know mainly for that reason because, right yeah know, the, the i get <clears throat> i get that a lot with uh with like trad condos, I have trad condos like initially follow me because oh, I post because yeah. I, I post shit about guns and because I post shit about guns and stuff a lot you know quite a bit you know and they're like oh it's got this guy's in two A and shit like that and then then they I then they then us. they scrolled one of us <laughs> then they scroll down and they see they see like my fucking they see my memes of like tying girls up and fucking putting them in a kennel and shit when they've been bad dude <laughs> like, I've had this no. Thing. Yep. I've had the same thing. And that was even before I was trolling everybody in my bio. Oh, that was great, man. That was I did that for like a solid month and fuckers bought it. And I'm like, this is why you guys suck. You're fucking gullible. Okay. But even before I did that, there was shit I would say. And next thing you know, I got like these six, seven guys and they're like, ah, oh, you're one of us. And I'm like, <laughs> you, <only Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's you like, feel oh, again, partner. that's right. Well, we'll see what you're going to think, you know, well, that, out a banger. And it's like, how you like me now? <laughs> cause I noticed, uh, cause a few days ago I, I had read this, uh, this one article, this one news article about, uh, uh, Harris County deputy sheriffs had, uh, basically stolen 40,000, 40 plus thousand dollars from this guy who's coming here to, I'm out of state to buy a buy a, a <laughs> tractor trailer and someone <laughs> and someone had uh someone had said something that if he hadn't come into the state and you know you bought something closer truck closer i'm like yeah hollow point to the back of the deputy's head would have solved this problem too and i yeah. the next next day or two i lost a couple of followers <laughs> that happens that happens with me with 
<laughs> when the when a you know a, a typical you know tradcon Republican dude will see one of my you know I don't do much anymore, but back when I used to post more about the Second Amendment, you know they'll see some of that shit, and then you know two posts later they'll you know they'll see something like that where you know I'm like you know somebody will somebody will somebody will you know post a story about how this cop got shot, and I'll be like, well, did he need shooting? because a lot of cops need shooting yeah they do and uh you know so then all of a sudden i notice you know day or two later suddenly they're not following me anymore yeah which is is fine that's 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 the whole point i just i just think it's i think it's funny that they all when they unfollow because it's like you're not to me it's like you're not about what you say you're about well it's to me it's it's not to me what it's really about is and this is what comes up in a lot of the you know, a lot of the shit that I post because, you know, most of my tweets have several levels to them anyway, but they're like, yeah, yeah. So they'll, so they'll like every, everybody jumps to their own conclusions real quick, you know, based on a word, based on a, you know, based on a picture or a meme, whatever. And, and they, and they jump to conclusions and all of a sudden, you know, your tweet means what they decided it means. They don't, they don't take the time to like, you know, maybe try and parse what you meant by it. They just decide, right. oh, this is what it but means. It's like, but the thing is, like with your tweets, they're mostly for entertainment purposes, but there is a grain of truth in, in them too, you know. And that's the thing. It's like I think that's what that's what I've been seeing too much in in Twitter is like they don't want to parse the shit out a little bit. They don't want to Did you ever see the remake of Dawn of the Dead? The one with uh, that hot big titty blonde in it and ving rames so. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Zach, Rames, Zach yeah. snyder remade dawn of the dead yeah. george romero's yeah. dawn of the dead in 2004 great flick yeah. i mean that's oh yeah it was a good remake yeah there's this there's this scene where they're on the rooftop of the mall and the, oh yeah the dude in the in the gun shop across the street and then there's all the zombies in the street and so they'll they have this big they have this big dry erase board and they'll write like you know Burt Reynolds on the Elvis dry erase board or whatever and, and then shooting them yeah and then the dude the dude from the the dude from the gun shop has to correctly identify which of the zombies they're talking about looks like Burt Reynolds and then shoot him in the head right those those are what my tweets are. Those are basically what my tweets yeah, are. Yes, they are. Just like the Moss Eisley Cantina versus Death Star tweet you did. Right. Most of most of my one. most yeah. of my tweets are a game. And you know, if yeah. you're not gonna if you're not gonna play the game or at least bother to try to figure out the rules, then you're gonna get it wrong. And and you know at the end of the day you can't you know you can't dissect irony. It's just you know you either you either appreciate it or you don't. There's no right. you know you know oh well here's the here's the heart of the joke and here's the pancreas and here's the you know here's the scrotum. Which is why they're like, you know, there's like five guys, you know, five, six guys on Twitter that, you know, get my tweets and everybody else is just like, what the fuck is this crazy like this, ass dude talking This about? fucking tweet's got testicular cancer. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> this guy's got ball cancer of the tweet. <laughs> right in the middle of it. You're just reading, reading. It's like, oh shit, cancer. <laughs> It's inoperable. <laughs> Fuck them. Inoperable, inoperable tweet cancer. Uh, that, that is the oh, that is the only that is the only thing that you know really 
keeps me on Twitter because I don't really have anything to sell and I don't have any point to make and I don't have anything to prove and I don't have anybody I really want to take down, but I do want to, you know, I do want to, you know, make fun of, you know, everybody. So yeah. Equal opportunity hater. Let my dark, let my darkness shine. (laughs) That's right. Let the hate flow through you. I get it. That, that's that's where I got to the one strike, though. You know, before I would quote tweet, maybe engage a little bit just to, you know, like you'd like to do, Nick, because you're pretty good at it. You'll draw a guy out. You'll you lure him in and he he kind of gets it. But instead of you yanking the fucking wheel, you'll just kind of let it dangle a little bit and lead him a little more and lead him a little more. You know, that's how I know Nick's a, an expert fisherman. Because Nick's, like, Nick's well, the kind of angler. Good. Nick's the kind of angler to let the fish swallow the whole fucking hook. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Because I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, oh, I'd be fucking yanking that line. No, yeah. not Nick. Nick's like, hang on, he ain't Nick's swallowing like, the whole him, thing let him, yet. Let him, let him take into his guts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this hook's not all the way down in his belly yet. So hang on there. And I'm over here going now. And he's like, no, no, Rob, hang on. He ain't swallowed the whole thing yet. And then all of a sudden when he gets them, it's like, oh, that fucker's dead. He just fucking gutted him from the inside, yanking that fucking hook through. Whether his... whether the keeper or not, he's still fucking dead. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Rather, you know, hook and release, it doesn't matter. It I'm doesn't a... matter. That fucker doesn't have a stomach when it's done. I'm a meat hunter and I'm a meat fisherman. I'm not a catch and release guy. So You're I, hook oh, shit. I, will, I will catch and release them, but not necessarily because I want to, just because, you know, I'm they're not they're not big enough, bro. Like hoping for something it. bigger, but yeah, if they if they you know, especially if you're fishing with bait, if you know, they're more likely to swallow the hook. So But that's what I like about you, but I could never be you because I like to pull that hook way too soon. And not that they get off the hook, because I usually got them, but you got them in the gut. I got them in the corner of the mouth, but I'm just like, eh. I'm, I'm, I'm over it, man. And that's where, like, now I'm like, okay, time to do a reset, drop a bunch of guys that I like that I'll bring back eventually. But for now, it's like, eh, you fucks all gotta go. I'm tired of seeing <laughs> retardation, considering that... I had muted and or blocked most of the retards and yet shit still showed up. And I realized it's not retards. It's not the for you. It's not Twitter's algorithm. It's you assholes. And it's like, oh, that's the, that's the thing. If, if Rob, if I took you hunting, you're the kind of guy that would shoot at the first fucking thing that you can get a beat on. Probably. You'd shoot, you'd shoot that, you'd shoot that fucker. But see, like Nick, you know, he'd pass up, he'd pass up that doe for that buck, and he'd just wait another 15, 20 minutes for that buck yeah. to come out there. No, not, Nick, not necessarily for the four point. <clears throat> Depends on how hungry I am. Yeah, that's true. I'm too. always hungry. I'm I'd, always hungry. I'd, I'd shoot the duck, I'd shoot the doe, and then I'd just sit in the stand and wait for the buck to come out, and then I'd kill that one too. <laughs> if, if the shot didn't run him off. So. I got, you know, I've slacked off a little bit though. I got, you know, cold bug, cold bug humbled me. I, I can't, you know, I can't, you know, I can't. Dude, he humbled a lot of motherfuckers because a lot of people stepped right into his shit, stepped right into that big old pile of dog shit. Well, that's why you never, that's why you never go hunting hungry. You always have a good meal before you go out hunting. Cause you want to hunt from a, from a position of of, uh, choice, you know, you can take it or leave it. So you. This sounds very similar to a guy bringing a book to a bar. 
Uh, well, it really does. Uh-huh. We're talking about getting whatever meat, you know, you eat what you kill and you're over here going, actually, you better make sure you're not hungry when you go out. Well, it's kind of like jerking off where you go on a date, you know? <clears throat> well, you always rub out an easy one. What <laughs> Rush is out there in the current. He's he's trying to grab onto something to save himself. He's hoping for a branch or a you know a good Samaritan is going to fish him out of the river. But he's no, I'm going to drown, dude. I'm drowning. He's gonna, well, yeah, he's because gonna... he's waiting for God to save him. You know, he's... <laughs> <laughs> and folks come by and and he's and they're like, "Hey, do you need some help?" And he's like, "Nah." I'm good. I'm waiting for God. And then when he finally died and went to the pearly gates and there's God and God goes, what the fuck, dude? And he goes, well, why weren't you there? I was waiting on you. And he's like, I sent you a boat. I sent you three boats and I sent you a fucking helicopter. What more did you want? Oh, I think you need to, I think you need to look at the chat. Oh, absolutely. I need to look at the guy. Cause McTubus has lost his goddamn mind. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Whoa. McTubus for the $100 super chat. Holy shit. Thank you, McTubus. Just seeing if this super chat thing is working. Don't mind me. Hold. Wow. That is the, you know what? Okay, McTubus, I got to write this down on my calendar and my journal because this is the biggest super chat I have received in one go. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate. So you can go. So you can go out and buy a hundred dollar base and get your base shit going. He can so buy a hundred dollars in Bud Light. Talk about the last two years. Well, there is that a hundred dollars in Bud Light, but going to the base and McTubus knows this. McTubus knows this because he sent me the the bases, the bases that I'm interested in. Hundred dollars ain't putting a dent in it. He knows that. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's got to be a lot bigger super chat than that if I'm buying a base. No, you're just going to no, go to the, you're gonna have to go to the pawn shop and pick you up a $100 pawn shop base. Oh, no, dude. You know what? It. No, I, I learned that the hard way with my first guitar. Bought a $100 guitar. Yep, you get what you pay for. And then I turned around and spent $600. And that at least put me in the ballpark. You know, as far as I was as about to say, I was at the pawn shop a couple weekends ago and I saw like five bases hanging up there. Yeah, but I thought about you, but they're not the bases McTubus and I have talked about because those bases don't end up in a pawn shop. Oh, okay, those, okay. Are, those end up either at a high end store on uh, what, what's that consignment? They either end yeah. up on consignment or they're literally sold straight. You know, it's word of you know, it's it's word of mouth. They, they oh, I've seen I've seen some like nice bougie. I've seen some nice guitars and pawn shops, but they you know the pawn shop dudes know what their value is, so they're right. They're not priced oh, yeah. hundred bucks. They're not a oh, deal. Yeah. They're they're priced up there. So right, yeah. And Google does take its thirty percent, but you know what, Chris? Uh, it it sucks, but it is what it is, and it is what it is. It's like well. I'll, I'll take, you know, whatever it is, whatever you guys are going to throw at me, I'll take it. Because if I can sit here and drink, you know, shitty beer, as Bull calls it, or piss water or whatever you want to say it, and you guys want to show me love, I dude, I'll take it. It's all good by me. So I mean, rather dollars $100, it's whatever. At the rate Bud Light's going, like $100, you just supplied Rob with a full year of fucking Bud Light, man. Pretty close. 
pretty close. But thank you again, McTubus. They're gonna be and, paying you to drink it soon enough. No, they're already doing that. They're like they're giving like uh they're already doing that. You can get cases of Bud Light and they got like a code or something you can send in. You yeah, full, like like yeah, like a, a full rebate. Almost a full rebate, yeah. Oh, it makes it, it may, yeah, it makes a case of a twenty-four pack case like five bucks. Oh my god, I need to look into this. Holy yeah, look shit. into it. Yeah, look into it. It's been going on for about a week or more now. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to because <clears throat> they've so destroyed their fucking brand. Like, look, I, I don't, you know, I don't, you know how I feel about I Bud Light, <clears throat> and and it doesn't, make, it really doesn't make any difference. I, I I don't drink Bud Light, and it's not my thing. But I don't, I don't care if anyone else does. It's fine, but. They've they've done irreparable damage to their fucking. <laughs> have they though? Have they really? It well, for right now, seen. for right now they have. They look pretty oh, bad. Okay, but let's okay. So let's go there for a minute. Okay, what does this remind me of? Well, here two three years ago, it Gillette. Me of, yes, thank you. Gillette did the same thing where men needed to man up and, you know, don't be that guy and all that shit. They shit on their primary audience because it's guys that shave with Gillette. But who buys Gillette? Not who shaves, who buys. Yeah, exactly. Because even I, when I first saw their bullshit, I got all fucking pissed off for a minute. And it was Ryan in his video about it that was like, pop, there goes the bubble. Because he's like, dude, you're not the demographic. They're pandering to women and like 20-year-old dudes. Because I'm like, wait, when was the last time other than Bull's razors, his fucking straight razors, when's the last time I bought a disposable razor? And honestly, I don't remember. Well, the difference here, though, is that men do buy the beer and they do they short yeah they absolutely do yeah they do anytime i go in the grocery store there's a there's there you know i go to the grocery store at five o'clock guys go to go to the grocery store just to buy beer i do the same i do the same i buy my beer so i I think in the short term it's going to hurt them whether it hurts them in the long term or not it's not going to hurt them in the long term It is so not going to hurt them, and I'm going to tell you why, okay? Same thing with Gillette. There's guys in the chat. There's guys who are going to watch this replay, and they're going to be like, Gillette, the fuck are you talking about, okay? that Because that was a million years ago now, even though really it was like two years ago. Yeah. This is no different. Everybody has the attention span and the memory of a goldfish, okay? And yeah, there's going to be two guys that are my age, you know, 70 plus, who are about to die that they'll remember forever. They'll remember for the next five years because that's the life expectancy, okay? So yeah, they lost two guys, okay? Guys like Bull, guys like some of you young guys in the chat, you guys have memories like a goldfish, And so right now you're all fired up and fuck Budweiser. Okay. Two years from now, you ain't going to remember shit. Okay. I already know. And so does Budweiser. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. As a side, just side note about Gillette. It's like guys getting mad about, about their fucking marketing a couple years ago. That, that really wasn't the ultimate traitorous act that, that Gillette did. The ultimate traitorous act that Gillette did was back in the mid eighties when they supplanted they're double-edged razors. They completely took them off the fucking market and supplanted them with cartridge razors. They took a, a superior product and replaced it with a plastic piece of shit, and no one batted a fucking eye about it. 
Yep. Well, here's the, like here's, you want to talk. You want to talk about betrayals. Here's That's the, a fucking betrayal. Here's the, dif- here's the difference, if there is any, right now. The difference is is that, as far as most of us concerned are concerned, Rob may be in the minority here. Bud Light, Miller Light, and Coors Light all taste basically the same, more or less. Yes. And, yeah, pretty much. And yeah. it's it's dudes. It's it's average dudes who work a trade. And, or you know who are you know who are an accountant or whatever that buy their own beer most of the time. If they're married, yeah, the wife probably does, but she buys what the dude tells them to buy. Right. Buy the, me. The, 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 buy me whatever's on sale. The woke audience, they drink you know craft cider and you know craft beer and shit like that. So they're not the ones buying Bud Light anyway. And I think what. Gillette never did any kind of real serious backtrack that I can remember. But, you know, Anheuser-Busch has been backtracking from almost day one to try to repair this damage because it has hurt them in sales. Now, I agree with Rob. I think long I think long term it's not going to bother them. It's probably Yeah, I think they'll recover eventually. They'll totally recover. This this is just a spanking. This is basically a spanking. The reason they're going to recover is because they're actually addressing it. If they didn't actually address it, every you know, every dude, look, every every one of my friends around here, at least for the time being, they're drinking Miller Light and Coors and all the other, you know, they're not well, drinking Bud Light. I like I liked how HK fucking because last week or earlier this week, HK had a little fucking thing where they they had their they had their marketing one of their marketing girls get on about a about fucking uh, gun bunnies and shit like that and how it's you know. And come to find out that she used to be kind of a gun bunny herself, and she's just kicking the fucking ladder out from underneath the rest of these younger girls because she's, you know, she ain't what she used to be. And so HK was like, "Yeah, mistakes were made. They got they got fucking fixed, you know. And we're gonna go move on." And they tweeted that, you know, they just owned it. They owned it. They did the exact opposite of what uh, fucking Jack did. They owned it. Yeah, you know the thing. The thing that a lot of people don't realize is that there's, you know, a lot of the dudes who are who are boycotting Bud Light, they're drinking some other Anheuser-Busch owned product, you know, whether it's a beer or whether it's a soft drink and they just don't even realize that they're drinking. Well, the other thing too, that's that's the thing. That's the reason why I shit on all of these, uh, you know, all of these boycotts is because nobody really takes the boycott seriously enough to actually boycott everything that company owns. Because if they did, they would stop the boycott because they're like, oh man, you know, Anheuser-Busch also owns, you know, Snickers bars or whatever else, you know, and they're yep. gonna be like, well, I ain't giving up Snickers. Bar but Well, the thing is too, like uh, you're also seeing the second order of magnitude of, of this thing is like, there's other brands now that are looking at, at Bud Light and be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that shit. Nah. Yeah. No, I think they are. I think they absolutely are. Having Maybe, worked in yeah. having worked in market research for as long as I did, they are. But what they're going to do is they're just going to go back to they're going to continue the woke shit. They're just going to not put it in your face. You know, it's a, it's the yeah. same rule. It's the same yeah. rule you have with dating multiple chicks. You know, it's like you know, just don't <laughs> just don't rub their faces in it. And people exactly. Give it exactly. Go. Yeah. Just don't rub their face in it. Oh, well, that's man. what I'm saying. It's like with Heckler and HK with Heckler and Koch. They they went. They just just owned it like they got called out and they're like yeah bitch stepped out of line i mean yeah, it happens bitch you know we wilded. fixed it bitch be wild it's like yeah we she's yeah we fixed it we're moving forward and that's that's the way to own it it's like if a girl calls you out if your girl calls you out, it's like you've been seeing other chicks I'm like you don't lie to her just like yeah well i mean I here, you know here's 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 a here's a two personal example when all that shit happened with 
Kaepernick a few years ago. The only sneaks I wore were Nikes. And then when that happened, I gave my Nikes away. I don't wear Nike anymore. I don't buy Nike anymore. Now, does that have any, you know, do I shout that from the rooftops? No, I don't ever even talk about it. But it was just like, all right, well, you know, for whatever reason, I just ain't doing it anymore. So now I, you well, know, so so now I so now I buy some other brand of sneakers that does the same stuff. They just don't rub it in rub it in my face. Doctor Scholes, they're fucking. Doctor Scholes, <laughs> you remember those? Doctor yeah. Scholes. Yeah, I did. No, that, that's that's a good point. It's like because uh, I, I don't I don't buy mainstream beer because there's a uh, there's a microbrewery over in spring not too far from where i live and i go to i go to their place and you can get like a big ass growler because they make it on site and everything they have a bunch of different kinds of uh i like their red irish beer man it's really good but i I don't i've been doing that for years though like i I don't i don't get on go online like yeah i'm I'm going i'm switching to microbreweries i'm gonna go i don't i don't object i don't object the the two things i don't object (laughs) to is i don't give a shit if a company wants to go woke and I don't give a shit if people want to stop buying their shit because of it. What I object to is the grandstanding and the virtue signal yeah. on both yes. sides. Yes. You know, I don't, I don't give a shit about that. So, you know, I'm not going to buy Nikes, but when, you know, when I'm hanging out with one of my friends and he's wearing a pair of Nikes, I'm not like, you know, oh, oh hey, you dude, shouldn't be wearing, hang out with you shouldn't you be wearing them Nikes. That's you right. Know, you shouldn't be wearing those Nikes, you fucking motherfucker. Oh, yeah. That's, that's like with HK. It's like HK, that shit with HK, it's not going to stop me. Like, if you wanted to, like, if, if, if you wanted to buy me an HK VP9, I'd be like, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you, you also got to remember that as, as far as we know, the thing with HK was like a rogue, you know, a rogue Yeah. That's what it sounded like. Warrior, yeah. Or at least that's how they, you know, tried to make it sound either sure. way, you know, we don't really sure. know, but you know, that's a different story. Cause that wasn't a, that wasn't a part of corporate strategy. That was just some, that you know, sounded, shit. yeah. That that's sounded a bitch like, got a wild hair up. Yeah. Ass. He was like, all right, I'm gonna, <laughs> like, come get your girl, man. Like, I'm going to go, fuck? I'm gonna go ham on this, this bitch. Shit. Got out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> bitch got out of so, pocket. Put so her in a kennel. The, the, the real problem is, you know, hiring women, which you should all stop. Yeah. Right yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't believe my th- my thing was like because like Wait, there whoa, was whoa whoa, whoa 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 come on hang on Nick 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 there's a wage gap didn't you know we uh, should hire women because they're cheaper than men that's right the only the only, the only gap I care about with women is a thigh gap that's the only gap that matters <laughs> <laughs> and the front tooth gap oh <laughs> yeah it's, it's your Alabama coming out of you bro that's <laughs> <laughs> a southern showing up yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm one of the few people I know that tried to bang his stepsister. You know, I, I don't deny it. I just have to, I just have to, I just have to admit I was unsuccessful. I didn't have the game to pull it off. Uh, the well, HK, the H and K thing could have been a slick marketing move too. Yeah. 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 It yeah. could have been. Yeah. Well, I can see that, but given the I don't know, man. She was works in. He, he, he would know. Sass says, I just want an MP7. Sass, we all want an MP7, bro. <laughs> Like we, we all want a Bugatti, you know, a Bugatti. Yeah. We all well, want I mean, yeah. I mean, you want a you want a civilian MP7? Yeah, it's about the. Sass, about we're the, just we're just glad you're down there in Florida in your air conditioning. You took a break from jerking off to porn to you know join us for a couple hours. We always <laughs> we always appreciate that, dude. He's not touching my keyboard. That's you, Harry Paul, sure. motherfucker. <laughs> you fucking degenerate. <laughs> fucking degenerate. 
That's what that's what I like about this show. It's kind of like the moth light for degenerates. You know, you know, we know that as soon as we turn on the on air sign, that you, you know, know that whatever. does that does explain why he he makes so many misspellings inside his his fucking post. Well, it also explains why there are so many people who watch the show but they never join oh, the chat because they don't want to they don't want to expose themselves. Show us up. Well, screen <laughs> in early. Uh, yeah, quit quit daring, motherfucker. Hey, I don't, I don't Look, Pop and Blake are funnier than us. I, I admit that. They are. They they really are. They're they're better. They're they're they serve a higher calling. Their mm. mission is better. Their production value production is, is way better. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> Although I have been thinking. Uh oh. Imagine imagine if we figured out a way to to raise the capital so that we could we could be like everybody else and have our own let them burn studio in Las Vegas or Salt Lake city or somewhere. Well, like it would have to be here because I'm not going to Vegas because everybody's in Vegas and fuck that. No. Do they, they have reciprocity reciprocity laws? And we, we would, we I would need to, do. we would need to have a, we whoa, would need whoa, to whoa. Have hang on, hang on, hang on, Nick, hang on, hang on. Say that again, bull. Do they have reciprocity laws in Nevada? I don't know about Nevada, but Utah we do. They do. Oh, I know they do because I looked them up before I came and visited you. Well, I would hope so since you brought your fire. <laughs> I brought maybe my to fucking be, guns. to be different. We we build our studio in Pahrump. <laughs> Dude, you know <laughs> no, no, I got one better. I got one better. We're gonna build it in Manti, Manti, okay. Utah, because that's the like one of the origin points of polygamy for Utah. Oh, and really? it's it, oh yeah dude it's i mean you hear about some of these other places where they got raided by you know nick's comrades and whatnot but you never hear about, you never hear about Man, yeah that's right your co-workers <laughs> but you never hear about manti even though there is a stronghold down in manti dude that would be worth setting up a studio a, a studio of degeneracy and debauchery in the heart of polygamy absolutely i would do that and you know what the funny thing is nick it's funny because at least i don't know about multiple cameras okay i don't know you know because they got you know guys cutting to MLD saying endure and they got guys cutting to another guy going <laughs> and, you know, and they got you know cuts to some women you know some wham and going you know I don't know about all that but I do know road the people that you know bring you this microphone and my soundboard came out with a streaming deck and I'm seriously looking at it because it's 4k as far as oh, the shit. streaming ability I saw a camera, it's a webcam, it's like 150 bucks, and all the reviews are phenomenal. And I'm like, oh, so I could do a Let em Burn studio from Manti for at least right now for less than a grand. Less than a grand. And McTubus gave us 10%. Dude, I look, Quiet Riot said it best. I'm frustrated outdated i will i really want to be overrated if anybody out there wants to you know wants to clip anything i Hang say <laughs> want to clip anything i say and put it on blast go right the fuck ahead i'm not even going right? to argue with you i'm yep. not going to come to your studio and debate you i'm just going to continue drinking and uh i'm going to go to utah and i'm going to do a an in-studio show with a bunch of mormon chick i mean do you have any idea what that's that's just my idea of fucking heaven right there right so right. so you know we're gonna have a bunch of mormon chicks and instead of having to pump them full of white claw and then you know diss them for an hour oh, and a half no. 
They're just gonna they're just gonna be making me fucking tea. They're gonna be making me, you know, lemon and ginseng tea. Yeah, and, it, would, you know, it would have to be a non-caffeinated tea. By the end of the show, by the end of the show, it's going to be fucking pay-per-view because I'm going to bang every one of those, you know, succulent little bitches. And you probably would be able to get away with it too, Nick. You're goddamn Sassed. right I'm going to get away with it. Sassed. That's um, what I specialize in. Sassed. Actually, Nevada does not accept the Utah permit. Just oh, putting wow. it out there, buddy. I do know this. But they I thought Nevada, you I don't know. even have to have a permit at all. So You do for concealed carry. And they do not. They do not have reciprocity huh. with Utah. Oh shit! So, well, I know. You, I know Utah. Utah does have reciprocity laws with other states. Because oh yeah, we have. We have one of the more liberal reciprocity laws, which is yeah. ultimately why Nevada did not accept. And Utah. I can. I can kind of see why because, like, I'm gonna be because, like, when I was flying into Utah, like, I saw the mountains. I was just sitting there, man. I bet there's a lot of hunters that come out here. Oh, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to hunt. I was like, not at that time because it's like fucking right. mid beginning of January. It's cold. As fucking fuck. January. You want to go hunting? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Have fun with that shit. I'll talk no, to you. No, 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 no. About a year. I did. Yeah. I did because I, I did cold weather mountain warfare training. God in, damn in it! The, in the Pocono Hello. Mountains. What? We're 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 on the cusp of a whole segment. Talking about fucking a bunch of Mormon chicks, and you yeah. somehow you somehow bring the book to the bar, and you turn this into some god. god thank you, some yeah. goddamn lecture about your know, hunting and winter. Uh, well, let's talk about hunting again and reciprocity. You motherfucker, bull! Jesus. God damn it, we're talking about setting up the grandest studio of grand studios that ever were with a bunch of Mormon girls feeding us milk and honey. And you're over here. Let's talk about owning and reciprocity. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Well, Jeez. You know, we'll end up, you know, our, our show will basically be the gateway for, you know, chicks who want to leave polygamy. But, you know, basically <laughs> all they're going to all they're going to find is they've, you know, they've left they've left polygamy. You know, for plate but, <laughs> but but found you know gangbangs and group sex that's basically yeah what orgies so, yeah, exactly know, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to change the name of the show to let them eiffel tower or something like oh, that. oh dude hey you know or let them sodom you know they they exchanged they exchanged jesus for sodom and gomorrah I'm Put okay a one in the that. chat if you want to see me and Rob Eiffel Tower, some Mormon chick who wants to get hey. out of it. Oh, man. Okay, where's it at? Where's it at? Oh, shit. There, hi. Dude, I want to see this. God damn right. God damn right. Uh, are are you done with your lecture, Bull? We don't we don't need that shit here. You're a downer. Crossing the degeneracy streams. <laughs> when, when y'all my question is when y'all get done Eiffel Towering these girls, can I put them in a kennel? Dude, you can do whatever the hell you want with them after that. <laughs> I don't care what you do with them. <laughs> That's right. I don't care uh, what you do with them while we're Eiffel Towering them. Look at this. Can, can you Eiffel Tower them through the kennel? That's my I question. Don't know. Can you? We're about to see. You know, you know that Dante, that third world motherfucker, his his dream is just a golden shower some chick. Dude, you know that's where <laughs> And let me tell you, when it happens, you're you're not you're not gonna feel the same about it. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. 
No, there's nothing wrong with it, but you're right. you're gonna be a different man. Oh, I, well, this I, is why I, this is why I, I call my one, girlfriend. This is why I call my girlfriend piss face. The chick that the chick that I dated when I was 25, who was 32, you know, she just she just got on her knees in the shower one time, and she said, "Just you know, go ahead." And I was like, "Go ahead, what?" <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "You know, it's like every every man secretly wants to do this," and I was like. Oh man. No, it, it's more like it's it's a different it's you know, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying I didn't do it. I'm not saying I did. All I'm saying is it changes you. Oh yeah, once you've seen it, you can't unsee it, basically. It changes Well here's you. the thing, like the, the girls want it. Do you they, they do want you, think, you to degrade them? The the real question is if if I hadn't have been through a battery of seriously degenerate experiences, do you think I could have hung around for skin curtains? There's no way. Right. You yeah. know, the past is prologue. Everything that happened to me prepared me for skin curtains. It was a it was all a buildup. <laughs> it, it was all a it was all a training course. It was a gumroad course for skin curtains. It's like oh, the shit. quickening in Highlander. You just <laughs> keep knocking them down. <laughs> gaining power <laughs> oh my god and that's i gotta put that in the in the chat nick is the kruger I, <laughs> the kruger of the- <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> nick's the one that goes into the fucking church and puts out all the fucking candles <laughs> Oh man! If, if only, if only that were true. If only, if only I, I wasn't at heart a traditionalist and and a stoic. Because <laughs> stoicism, stoicism saved my life. Oh, is that what it was? It was absolutely. Uh, hey, here's my- here's a little here's a little tip for you. So I was at this I was at this place in town. It was actually the the shaved ice stand. Mm. I was getting a shaved ice because it's hot here now. Sure. And I and I enjoy a, a cool shaved ice in the afternoon. So so I'm talking to this 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 mom who's there with her kids, of course. And of course. she's and she's of like, course. So what do you do? And I said, Well, I dabble in a lot of different things, but the thing I'm really proud of is my omelets. And she just kind of looked at me like, What? I said, Yeah, I make I make really fantastic omelets. They're fluffy, they're cheesy, they're like, you know, no omelet you've ever you've ever experienced before in your life. <laughs> and she's just looking at me like, all right. She's trying to figure out, is he putting me on or does he really, you know, make omelets? And I was, and she's like, you really, you really, you're really an omelet maker? And I said, absolutely, I'm an omelet <laughs> And she said, where do you make omelets? And I said, anywhere there's a hot pan, of course. And so I, I did get her phone number. I haven't, I haven't called her yet. But. Well, you, you should, you should be like, hey, so you're ready for that omelet or what? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's just like, you know, it, it's like everything else. There's. <laughs> There's like the, you know, you've built in, you've built in the opportunity for her to ask you about, you know, so when, when are you going to make me an omelet? Right. Like, when are you going to be here for breakfast? Right. It's It's that kind of shit. So. Right. That's, that's game kids. That's all this is. It's you just build, you, you build bridges and doors and opportunities because man, I can make a motherfucking omelet. That's it. That's all this is. It's the same shit. You know, oh, what do you got at your house? I got two fucking cats. You ought to see them. They're the greatest cats who ever catted. You want to you you come to my hotel room and see my dog? 
Exactly. I got, I got two cats. Sometimes <laughs> on a full moon, they'll, you know, they'll mew in harmony, in perfect harmony. Oh, oh no way. You ought to see them when they get together and they sing. It's crazy. And oh my God, you know what? Tonight's a full moon. This is the only time they do it. Exactly. Otherwise, we got to wait another month, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's all this shit is. The, the thing I enjoy oh. about, one of the things I enjoy about, yes, McTubus, the, the thing I enjoy about Twitter is that you have all these dudes on there saying what can and can't happen, how you do shit, how you don't do shit. You have a bunch of women on there saying, well, this is right, this is wrong. No, I would never fall for that. No, I would never do this, whatever. Yeah, and whatever. Then you, and then you got dudes that don't give a shit to just go out there and and Hey, and can I play. I want to pee in your butt? <laughs> you know, and they're like, Ew. okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it was like uh there was a tweet a couple of days ago with the this this fe fe quotation female dating coach. She was like, Don't make fun of girls, don't neg girls based, you know, on, on their physical attributes. Do it on like their shoes or something. I'm like Oh no! Dude, there, gotta, there's been a couple of times I, I've neg there's one girl I went out with. She had fucking big ass titties, and I was like, I, I kept calling her tiny tits all night. And then later on that night, I ended up motorboating them motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, that's good. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at Dante in the chat because somebody asked, "What's a skin curtain?" And Dante said, "Skin curtains is the final boss." <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. no, See that's that's why that's why that's why I keep Dante around. You know? I want to I want to address what what Shrike said earlier about Jesus your fantasy. Christ, your was fantasy good. was me pissing on you. It's not the fan. The, the fantasy is not her getting pissed on by you. The fantasy is her getting degraded, mm -hmm. and whatever whatever vehicle that avails itself in. That's that they want to be degraded. In the face spit in their mouth. Slap, spit in their fucking face. You know, fish hooking them. Like, like Nick likes to do, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's the fantasy to be degraded to a point just to be used. That's what their fantasy is. Why doesn't Nick have a beard like Robin Bull? Because he does have a beard. He's my wearing job, it right now. My job with my job with the federal government precludes it. it <laughs> his his aviators beard. is his beard. What are you talking about? <laughs> He I'm wears a, I am no longer a field time. agent. I'm a supervisor. We're not allowed oh, to have beards. <laughs> when I was yeah. a field agent, yeah, I was scruffy all day long. He That's gave up right. his khaki. He gave up his khaki shorts and beard for a pair of aviators. You know, I spent ten years undercover in the Ozarks in Missouri, and uh, you know, I was I was fully bearded then. But since they, oh my god, you made it out alive. Since Holy they shit. pulled me back to, since they pulled oh, me man. back to. <laughs> Pulled me back to DC. I've had to go corporate. Uh, absolutely, it's a good, good idea, idea to fuck your coworkers. Yeah, absolutely. You should fuck your coworkers. You can always get another job. Yeah. Exactly. You can always get another job. This is that America, goddammit. Especially if she does what? fucking anal, dude. What? What like, you said, Nick. That's you know, cherry on the why, top. Why wouldn't I? Sure, I'm here to fuck my coworkers. My my one regret, my one regret for my last two jobs is that I didn't fuck the coworkers that I could have. Yeah, yeah, you're just setting yourself up to be like now. Dante, be one behind club. Uh huh. <laughs> That's how you get in the one behind club, uh, because me too, and I might lose my job, dude. You work at Starbucks. You work an entry level job making fifty k a year. You can get another job. 
Trust me, I know. That's how I look at it. It's like well, I ain't shit. Look, it's I used to. If, fuck it. We, we've talked about this before. I used to play. You know, I was I was a C level exec at a startup that I helped start. Okay. And we spent a lot of time traveling. So we spent a lot of time in hotels and I used to play a game with myself, you know, cause there were, there were always some, some chicks there that just, I had a natural affinity with anyway. And I would, I would play this game to see if I could get them to come to my room. And I won if they, if they came to my room and knocked on my door and mm -hmm. sometimes I didn't answer. Sometimes I did, but kept them in the hallway because I didn't want to lose my job because it was a great job. And, you know, there were a lot of people depending on me. So, you know, I was Captain America about it and I was everything else. <laughs> but now you, looking back on it, I'm like, club. After the one behind club, but now looking back on it, I was like, yeah, I should have fucked him. Here's the, here's the thing though, too, is that we live in I'm not saying anybody age. else should do that. I'm just talking about me. Now, but here's the do, thing though, like you can be smart about it. I mean, if you, if you have a can a camera or two set up and you know you do disgusting things with her and she wants to come back later and be like oh, i'm gonna go to hr and like oh i'm gonna release the tape <laughs> good, but good it, that usually doesn't happen though because if you fuck them right they're not gonna say anything dude even but, if you uh, don't fuck them right they're still not gonna say anything they're yeah. really not Unless you're an A-list celebrity or you're the CEO, you're somebody in power that has a lot of money, they're not going to yeah. say shit. They're nah, really not. On. The guys that get fucked that you hear about were guys that had seriously something to lose. Every, you know, and all that, that's, oh my God, I, I don't want to be Debbie Downer on the show tonight, but I'm going to go there for just a second. All the Me Too bullshit you guys have seen in the past and hear about, what's the common denominator? The guy who got fucking thrown under the bus had power. He had clout. He was somebody. You never hear about the guy that's the barista at Starbucks or the pool boy or the guy at the entry-level job because you ain't shit. And that's most of you, if not damn near all of you. And here's... here's Here's so, the other thing about it too. Like if you're if you're working in a in an office or a space with with other girls and stuff, and you and you fuck one of them really good, she's gonna go and tell her other coworker girls, and then her other coworker girls are gonna be like, oh, oh, okay, and then they're they're gonna start approaching you, and you know, one thing I, leads yeah, to another. Y'all go out for drinks, you know. I'm not next saying thing you know, else you're getting. Do it. <clears throat> I'm 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 not saying anybody else should do it. I'm saying that I regret not doing it myself. Same and not, here. And it's not because I wasn't I was thirsty or I wasn't already getting laid because I was. It was it was and I posted a tweet about this a, a week or so ago and it was like you don't fuck your coworkers because you need to get laid. You fuck your coworkers so you can say, "Yeah, I fucked some coworkers." Right. You did it yeah. because to see what you could get away with exactly that's exactly that's the reason that's now if if, if you're not you're if you're not tuned to that sort of mindset then yeah don't do it whatever because i i cause here's the thing because like I, there was one time i used to work right after i got out of the military i came back home i used to work at a sam's club inside their their fucking uh their tire and battery thing so i basically work on cars and shit and so i got into it with with like one of the membership desk girls at the Sam's club. And she, I waited until she quit because she found a better job and shit like that. And she, 
And she came back in like a week or so later to get her last check. And we and her were talking at the cafeteria. And I, I was like, hey, let's go out and let's go out and have some dinner or something. So we went out to a, to a bar and shit and uh, we ended up hooking up that same night and shit. And she, and she told me, she was like, yeah, I've been, been wanting to hook up with you for a while. I was like, Oh shit. And she's like, yeah, I wish you would have said something earlier. And I was like, okay, well tuck this dick. It's fine. But yeah, you, you can, you can date, you can date other, you can date girls inside the, inside the office, man. You just have to play it right. No satisfied chick cried at me too. Right. No, they don't. They don't. Bacon said, no, no satisfied chick cried me to hashtag me too. No, they don't. And it goes back to what Nick and I were saying. <clears throat> okay. If you're, you know, the young guy and you're thirsty and you're climbing the, the corporate ladder and you got shit to lose and you're worried, then yeah, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't shit where you eat. Okay. But when you get to a certain point in life, like I have, I make good money. Don't get me wrong. But what I do is entry level. I just happen to make very good money at it because it's yep. demanding and it's unappealing to most people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they could replace me tomorrow for whatever reason. And I know that I know I'm not irreplaceable. Okay. But at the same time, it's a job that I'm like, ah, eh, fuck, I'll find something else. And I'm not thirsty. I have plenty of options. I have plenty of opportunities and I'm at a point in my life, like Nick said, where, eh, why not? Let's see what happens. What can I get away with? And so, like Dante was talking about, you know, the only thing for me is breakups are messy. I've seen it happen. Dude, I dated a coworker back in the 90s. And it was. When we broke up, it was messy. But you know what? The referral shit that came out of it was golden, Okay. Even though, yeah, it was kind of weird in meetings and and all this other shit because her and I still had to carry on this professional veneer. Yeah, that was weird. It was awkward. And when I was your age, Dante, I was like, yeah, that was a mistake. Because yeah, I'm gonna- I was about your age, Dante. I was maybe a year younger than you. Yeah. Okay? And, and Dante's like half my age, so he understands where I'm going. I want to, I want to, I want to add something real fast. Like with that girl, that girl at that fucking Sam's club, I didn't, I'm not saying that for a flex. The thing is, is like what you need, what you should glean from this, from that is that I, I could have been fucking her like three or four months ahead of time. Cause like I'd been working there for like four or five months. I could have been fucking her from the, from the jump, you know? So like, just, just take that as a lesson, you know? Cause like I waited until she had, she had quit to do it, to make a move. And I could have been fucking her before, way before that time, way before. No, I did not meet the belly dancer at work. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I did People not. People in the chat are losing their minds. They yeah. really <laughs> are. They're just like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on here. Like, but Ryan, but Ryan Stone said, Ryan Stone said, Stone said it's not fuck good. Ryan Stone. He doesn't even pass fuck Ryan Stone. Dude. He's not even a man. He's a Canadian. What the fuck? A Canadian. <laughs> fuck Ryan Stone. Yeah, it's career suicide because that's he drinks, what Ryan says. He drinks molasses for alcohol, dude. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he drinks fermented molasses. Yeah. Uh, maple syrup. You're, you're taking advice from a guy who's his own boss. Damn it. Uh, that's the point, kids. I mean, yeah, in general, 
don't shit where you eat, okay? This is where nuance and, hey, if you decide you want to fast track yourself to a bagai or whatever it is you want to do, don't be doing stupid shit that's going to get you fucking incarcerated or get you fired from a seven-figure job. But I'll Money tell you is- right now, people at every company are fucking each other. Just like people uh, at every right church right. out there are fucking each other. Yeah. The priests are fucking the kids. Everybody's fucking everybody. And most of them, they don't come to light. They don't get caught. And even if they do, everybody keeps it under the rug. And they just they just move on. That's Well, now, that's the nuance. That's saying, the nuance, that's the nuance these that's, guys are missing. I'm not the saying nuance. that's right. And I'm not saying that you should do it. What I'm saying is it can I'll be done. I'll do it. Yeah, it can be done. Well, here, here's here's the rub though. Not doing it myself. Here's the Same. rub though. Same. Here's the rub. Nick is correct. It happens, but the nuance that a lot of guys miss is that discretion is a superpower. Oh yeah. Shutting shutting the fuck up is a superpower. If you're and fucking no, some girl or girls no. at your job, shut the fuck up. Don't yep. don't fucking go no. around and say, "Hey, I'm banging this broad," or "I'm fucking fuck this girl inside the freezer." You know, a couple weeks ago in the freezer section shut the fuck up don't say anything all right i know it's well, hard I'll tell you, and i'll tell you what's happening is most of the most of the time in those cases it's dudes who are very unhappy they yep. fell in they yeah. fell in with some chick that could take advantage of them they handled themselves all wrong because they're the guy that either you know sweats when he cold approaches or brings the you know the bible to the bar and there's all <laughs> kinds of that kind of shit yeah that that goes into it that that dude is either too thirsty or he's already being played yeah because here's the thing perfect example that same girl i was i was referencing one of the assistant managers of the store when it was had been wanting to fuck her from day one i didn't say shit okay i was fucked even after she had quit i I didn't i didn't mention it to anyone i didn't tell i didn't even tell my boys inside the fucking department that i was fucking that girl you know I kept my fucking mouth shut. I didn't tell her we were going out. We were seeing each other because that guy there, he he was over my department. He's like the assistant manager over my department. I didn't say shit. Yeah. Now, had I said shit or said something or mentioned it, probably would have came back on me in, a, in, in oh, an adverse way. No, probably it would have. You know. Okay. Well, the, and the- oh, and by the way, this this was this, this assistant manager. He he was a married man who who whose wife just had a kid, you know. So put that in your peace pipe and stuff. I mean, the, the the reason the reason I didn't do it at my last couple gigs was because I had I had in one I was a founder of the company, in another I was a founding employee, not a founder, but I was there from the very beginning, and that that meant more to me than the other. Okay, mm. and in my particular situation, like I said. I was already getting laid. This wasn't a thirst thing. And, you know, for me, it was about, I wanted, I put a lot into making that company successful. Now, whether I should, whether I should have done that or not, that's another, you know, that was my choice, but that was my focus. And I didn't want anything to distract me from it. And, uh, and so, you know, but I did, you know, I kind of went the Captain America route and I was like, well, I'm going to pass on this because, you know, Whatever, whatever, whatever. But that was a but risk looking, assessment looking, on your looking, part, though, wasn't it? It was, was like risk, a risk assessment. It was risk management, absolutely. Yeah. And and I was, you know, and I was, I had a lot of other shit going on, um, but I was divorced, so there wasn't any, 
you know, there wasn't any marital issue there. It was just, it was, it ended up being a choice that if, if I ended up flaming out and going down at that point in my life, I didn't want it to be over a piece of tail. I wanted it to be over, you know, something that was uh, more significant in terms of my career. And so that went on another way. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with not doing that. What I'm saying right. is in my particular case, now looking back, yeah, fucked them. I probably could have gotten away with it. And if I hadn't, then you know, I ended up leaving the company anyway. So what? And and to address Dante, what he said, the fastest way to become a high value male screw. I know he's he's joking, but the thing is, yeah, like he's the other being part, sarcastic, but he's not but entirely wrong. He's not entirely wrong. The thing is, like, keep your fucking mouth shut about it. That's about the it. biggest one. That's and that's the important where, part. You know, that's the part that most guys today fail miserably at. This is where, you know, Rolo, Ryan, all the R's and all the guys you, you know, hold in high esteem, including me, I hold them in high esteem. But this is the part where, you know, you're a feminized man because you don't know when to shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You need to brag to your bros or you need to go online or you need to go confess to your preacher and, and get it out there because, oh, my God, I committed a bad. Whatever it is, you got to emote and explain. Because here, here's, a, here's, a really here's a really good thing I learned when I was in the military. So there's a lot of fucking that's going on in the military. It's just, oh, like, yeah. it's just like civilian. The, the issue come, the issue always came. Whenever, whenever the guy went back to his unit where the girl was in the same unit, and he started bragging all his bros like, yeah, I fucking we've ran a train on her. We fucked her. Next thing you know, a week or two later, you're getting called in the fucking CEO's fucking deck. That's because you couldn't you, you just couldn't shut couldn't the fuck up about it. He couldn't shut his fucking mouth. Well, I've, I've now, seen now she fought, now she filed a fucking complaint with the CEO. Now you're in fucking HR hell. And you're you're getting administrative violence placed upon you. you I've fucked seen up. This, I've seen this happen with with friends of mine. They they married a chick who, in Pop's words, pulled the pin on the fat grenade, and they you know they met the dude managed to stay in decent shape, and then all of a sudden, as a lot of dudes find out, even if you were even if you were you know were an awkward dipshit with women when you were younger, all of a sudden. You know, you hit 35, 36, your career's taken off, you're getting respect, you're getting, you know, you change a lot. And all of a sudden you've got opportunities for pussy that you didn't have before. And mm -hmm. then, and that's when a lot of men freak the mm -hmm. fuck out. So they jump yeah. on the first sweet thing that wants to get her either, you know, get her ticket punched or get a, you know, get her old man merit badge or whatever it is. And so you jump on that and then you fall in love with her. And then <laughs> you obsess over, and then after that, you know, everything spirals out of control. Whereas if you just, you know, if you played it cool. Shut your fucking mouth. Yep. You, you fucked her, let it run its course, and, you know, you're still taking a risk, but it's a much smaller risk. So, I, again, more. I'm not saying, I'm not saying doing it. I'm not saying do it. I, and I'm, and I right. think the, 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 the prudent course, of course, would be to not do it. But people are going to do it. I, you know, I there there are a couple that I I wish I had, you know, they're married and they have kids now, and I'm like, damn, I could, damn it, you know, 
And the, the thing I is, just like, nailed that shit, and what a story that would have made. Huh? I kind of oh, wonder. What a memory. Yeah. What a I, memory. I wonder, I wonder if if Ryan and Rolo say that stuff like don't don't date the work pool. If they say that be, just because guys don't know the nuance to it, like they're gonna I get the nuance do. is gonna be lost. Because like I, I say that about marriage. Because like to to guys. Because like you know I'm you know. I'm not against the institution of marriage. I just don't believe it's good for well, guys. It's, it's right like now. what I tell but the, the dudes. But there's nuance to it. It's like what I tell the dudes in my crypto group. I'm like, all right, look, there's this degen shit. There's this degen shit. There's this degen trading shit. Don't do any of that. No, I'm doing all of that shit. I'm doing all the <laughs> stuff that I'm telling them not to do. But I don't want to take responsibility or, you know, mislead them into thinking that it's a good idea for them to do it because for them it may not be a good idea to do it for me it's a good idea because i decided it was and that's and that's the real difference there so you you have to you know i think it's it's only prudent to tell people to take the most cautious responsible route and and generally i i do think that is the best course to take but as we all know people aren't going to do that all the time and well, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like saying treat every gun as if it's loaded. Yeah, treat every gun as if it's loaded. Not every gun is loaded. Yeah, and and that's the you know that's that's the rub. And you know when I was married, I didn't, I never, I never cheated on my wife. I never fucked somebody else. And, and you know now, do I wish I had? You know that's another that's a topic for that's my pay per view one, channel. One behind you know, you're gonna you're gonna have to pay five bucks to get that one. But you know as far as as far as just in general, am I am I glad I didn't? Sure, why not? You know I was I was faithful to my ex wife and I set a good example for my children and blah 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 all the usual tradcon shit that you know you know that that may mean something it may not depending on the individual situation or context but yeah you know don't do any degen shit by all means go be you know go be captain america be yeah captain there's america. there's nothing like there's i don't for a lot of guys i don't I, I think that's probably the best route for them and there's nothing wrong with that you know I, I don't i don't throw any shade on guys doing that because that's that's what that's their thing that's their wheelhouse that's their yeah. lane i mean i mean and, this go ahead i'm sorry i keep interrupting you and i'm a fine. goddamn piece of shit for doing it well functional alcoholics are nice people so <laughs> we try i know i see it i appreciate it yeah. but what jlm says he's like he's, he's not against the institution of marriage but he doesn't like being institutionalized my my whole thing on it is like over the years in my experience like girlfriend girlfriends are better than wives period they just are you know because you you have the option to leave you know well, I mean, at the very least, you want, you know, it's like what I, what I've tried to instill in my two sons was that the old formula of sowing your wild oats and having a good time until you've just, you've had, you've had what you've decided is your fill. If you truly have, and you truly want to get married and raise a family and you want that commitment, I think that's fine. And I think even today, if you want to do that, sure, yeah. go do it. You know, that's yeah. your business. Yeah. The only person who can decide if that can actually work for you is you. Not I can't yep. decide that for you. And some somebody who wrote a book or has a podcast can't decide that for you. And and you know, you need to be it's like everything else you do, whether you buy a boat or you buy a gun or you fly in a plane, you have to know what the risks are and decide what the level of acceptable risk for you is 
and then go forward and take full responsibility for your decision and whatever it is. So you, you know, have to, especially with cars, because like that's a really good that's really good reference because you have to know what the maintenance schedule is and shit on that, dude. Because I mean, because marriages, I mean, even, marriages are you know marriages. I don't know. Well, they can I mean, be they can be as hard as you make them. You know, I I had you know in my marriage I had I had parts of my marriage that that were great and parts of my marriage that you know you know sucked ass and if and, I you know in my particular case. If if I could have made the parts that were great, it were just up to me, and women had no agency, and I could and I could make that part, um, you know, true of eighty to ninety percent of the time, then I'd still be married because because I didn't mind being married at all. I I liked being married. I liked being a dad. Loved my kids, and uh, and I was I was all down with it. But you know, in in my case, uh, you know, shit happened, and. And I had to, and I had to take responsibility for that as well. But you know, as far as just you know wh- whether you know everybody there, th- th- you know that that's why that's why I always publish my list because everybody out there has their list. Oh, you shouldn't get married today. Oh, you absolutely should get married today. Oh, you shouldn't date a bunch of different women before you get married. Oh, you, you should absolutely date date yeah. a bunch of different. You know, everybody's out there. It's got their list, and they're all diametrically opposed to each other, and. You're, all you dudes out there that do this shit are a bunch of your functional women. Get a vasectomy. Get a vasectomy. You're just Don't you're get a, a vasectomy. <laughs> you're a bunch of uh, a de facto women. You're you're, yep. you're like you're like the women's temperance union um, or the suffragettes. You just want to be yep. a, you're a male Karen wanting to prescribe what's right and moral for everybody else. The world has never worked that way. And it's never going to work that way. And when it has worked that way, you get shit like, you know, rail cars and gas chambers. And that's yeah. the best you can possibly the, hope the, for. the thing with so me is I'm a rant. I'll turn uh, it over to you. So you got to get past, you know, your little cloistered view of history of, of, of where you think everything came from and how it came about. Because the dudes with power have been fucking everything that moved ever since the beginning. The dudes that the dudes that didn't, whatever you want to call them, they took what they could get. Yep. And and yeah. they convinced themselves to be happy about it, or they were happy with it. Right. But but the Either but way, the idea they considered themselves alpha males. Yep. The idea that you need you know that that following this one checklist is the answer. No, you got to figure out what fucking works for you. And if you want to be a degenerate. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you not to be a degenerate. I'm going to tell you figure out how to be a good fucking degenerate. Figure out how yep. to be how to how to do it right. Because there are people that are doing it right, and their their lives are running you know nice and smooth. And let me tell you, when they get to the end and they die alone, they're going to die alone with a level of contentment and a level of satisfaction that a lot of people who had fifty and sixty year marriages aren't going to have. Yep. Now I'm not shitting on marriage and nope. I'm not, I'm not blowing up and, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, exaggerating the benefits of being a generate, a degenerate. I'm saying that people are different and, and people have to figure out what works for them and then go make it work. And if you do that, it's not going to really matter whether it's okay. 
I'm going to be a one woman man and I'm going to, you know, shave my head bald and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have 15 <laughs> kids and I'm going to save the West. Go do all that shit. Or if you're going to be, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have long hair and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Yeah, go do that. You know, nobody gives a fuck, really. You know, Correct. in, in my- real life, if you get off, of, if you get off of the Internet, most people don't really give a fuck. And even the ones who nobody do, gives a fuck, even the ones who think they do, they have very little energy to waste on you. No, they don't. Make my, my, my thing does my Nick thing have is... any content. <laughs> I got your content right here. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is my content. Enjoy. You're getting value up, up front. I well, it, Nick, Nick's like the 20 year old fucking girl. Of this show, <laughs> right, his value is loaded up. Yeah, well, you know, we, we got a little tired of that shit. Who was that guy? I don't know. You brought him on. It's your fault. I take full yeah. responsibility. So go ahead. There you go. Check me. Eat me. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat you. I just eat me harder, yeah. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but what it comes down to. And I will agree with Ryan on this one. You have to either know or set boundaries and then you enforce them. Whatever that looks like. Whether that means you next them or you, you give them a pass or whatever it is. You decide what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and what are the consequences if those boundaries are crossed. Okay. And everybody's going to have a different boundary and a, and a different consequence to those boundaries. Okay. Jack and I did a show here a while back where we were talking about boundaries. And there was one that came up because the chick was shit talking the guy in a video. And I said, for me, that's one where, you know what? It's, it's kind of a hard next where he was like, eh, you know, that's not a hard next for me. And I and I, I saw his point of view. But does that mean I'm going to change my point of view? No. For me, that's one of those lines that if you fucking cross it, we're done. Okay? But that's me. That's my boundary. And I will take, you know, it's zero tolerance policy. Okay? And so if I have to hard next, fuck it, we're done. That's on me. That's my boundary. Now, maybe for you, eh, it's not that big a deal. Okay, that's cool, man. Like Jack was talking about. He's like, eh, it's it's not that big a deal. And I saw his point of view. And that was Jack's point of view. The point here is for you guys, you have to know your boundaries or set them or, you know, both know and set them and then decide for yourselves what the consequence is if that boundary gets crossed whether it's a hard next a soft next or it's not really a big deal you have now, to figure that out what's the really, value of, really, what's the value of the one strike rule in that context the value uh, of the one strike rule uh, I'll, I'll give you a really good that. example i can give you a good example go bull uh so like my current girlfriend, she, you know, she's a single mom and shit like that. And ever since we've been together, like her, her ex-husband has been wanting to meet me and shit like that. I have no, I don't want to meet the guy. I don't give a fuck about him. The thing is, and it's something I told her up front. And I said, 
very early on in our relationship, I said, I, I have no business or want or need to, to meet your, your ex-husband. I don't give a shit. He sounds like a retard. And if, if that ever happens, we're done. So now she works very, very hard to, to make that not happen. Cause she does, she doesn't want, she doesn't want us to meet. She knows that if, if I do, we're done. Right. I, I've, I've yeah. told her, I, I want limit. I want very, very, very limited uh, interaction with your, with her daughter, you know, cause she's got, she's got an 18 year old daughter now. I, I, I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to go and pick her up from school or whatever the fuck it is. That's your kid. It's not mine. You know, now my girlfriend, she, she has interacted with my daughter. I've allowed that and, and stuff like that. And they, they hit it off really well. Uh, but the, but the thing is, it's like, you know, she makes enchiladas for me. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker put a vato at the end of it. I love it. I love it. Salsa, salsa verde pendejo. Salsa verde pendejo. Fuck you, Chess. You know, you know what Chess said. You know what Chess says right there, though. Here's here's how this shit actually goes down. In it is life. useless, though. Yeah. Here's how this shit goes down in real life. You got a you got a, a dude or a chick. Doesn't matter. Twenty years old. Basically got a blank slate, more or less. By thirty. By forty. By forty five. <sighs> They've made a series of choices, and those those choices have either made their lives freer and cleaner, or they've made their lives more fucked up and difficult. So that's why that's one of the reasons why it's usually the latter. It's usually the latter. Why vetting is useless because uh, past past behavior can be an indicator of future performance, but it's no guarantee. And there's there, you don't, you know, you just, you just don't know. So uh, if you're going to, if you're going to date somebody with the idea of marrying them, yeah, you're going to have certain requirements, nothing wrong with that, but don't get so locked, you know, riot, you know, don't get so locked into carving your statue of this chick while you're dating her and then expecting that your ideal, you know, statue of who this woman is, is going to remain who she is for the entirety of the time you know her because when things get extreme that's when you see how people you know really behave including yourself because you'll do some things when you're 45 that surprise you that you would have never thought you'd have done when you were 25 and that's again you know she vetted you and look at you you threw her a curveball too you sorry ass motherfucker <laughs> well the, the thing the thing about it is it's like dr w said vetting seems like a covert covert contract and it, it kind of is but it's also it's also a, a, another level of of pedestal pedestalization of that girl right you're that's pedestalizing the statue, her. that's the statue you're carving of her you know right yeah. i got that because ryan posted that tweet today of you know trad cons and 2065 or whatever it was and it was a bunch of dudes you know all working with their hammer and chisel carving a statue of a woman out of stone uh which i thought was hilarious and that stuck in my mind ever since i saw it and it's like it's like valerie's saying like bitches get fat valerie says bitches get fat off more often than not yes they do but and this goes back to why i like girlfriends more than wives because i you know what what all you can say about fucking marriage and institution of it like i i'm addicted to enthusiasm. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to enthusiasm 
dude, enthusiastic sex and shit like that. I'm like, Rob, dude, like, I love the enthusiasm. And most of you motherfuckers have never had that. Like y'all haven't even had a taste of that shit. That's why y'all don't know. And, and once you get a girl that's enthusiastic about you in all factors of life, not just sex. I mean, just, just your basic day-to-day bullshit. Like my girl called me this morning and she was like, Hey, do you, do you want anything? Can I bring you something? I'm like, yeah, bring me a cup of coffee. And she knows my coffee, how I like my coffee. She don't have to fucking ask. She knows how I like it. And she she fucking showed up to the door. She gave me my coffee. I gave her a kiss. I sent her on her fucking way because I got work to do. Yep. You know, I pat her on the head. Told her she was a good girl. Thank you. Have yeah, a nice and I, day. you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not Most disagree- wives are I'm not, not gonna do that. Most wives are not gonna do that. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not gonna go the route of saying, you know, I've had I've had genuine desire and the rest of you haven't. What I'm gonna say is this is that if you, you need to get to the point where most of the women you're with are giving you whatever it is you call genuine desire, because if we start breaking that down, gender genuine desire uh, yeah, is a lot of a, different yeah. is a lot of different things. Or, yeah, that's or subjective. Can be. It is. But, you know, at the at the end, there's going to be, you know, the reason that that I've been with the same chick for the last almost going on five years now that I have is is one main reason. You know, she she meets she checks all the buttons that all the other ones have checked pretty much. But the one thing that she always brings that none of the other ones did on a consistent basis was simple, easygoing, peace and quiet agreeable and respectful in that in that manner and to me for me that's absolutely priceless yep you can't you can't buy that you can't make that happen that shit is more or less born but it's either there or it's not and it and it may be there for you and not for somebody else or it may be there that's that's an important point it's dependent upon the individual for, for the guy yeah. And so for me, for, for all this time, it's always been that way. Now, you know, I've been joking that I got married a month ago. Obviously, I didn't get married a month ago. Yeah, but, you did. But I'm getting married next month is what it right. is. Right. <laughs> but and I and I wouldn't be doing this if she weren't so, you know, agreeable. You should have, you should have Rob do the do the ceremony. I'm just saying. Well, you know, in July, <laughs> in July or August. In July or August, I'll have him do the ceremony in his face. Yeah, do, the, do it in August. See, Nick, August, August. Yeah. In, in July or August, I'm going to start posting about how she, you know, you know, we've been married a month and, you know, this is the first time in four years that I came home on Sunday after a day at the gun range and instead of a beef Wellington on the table, there was a fucking Domino's pizza. And so, uh. you know, I'm filing for annulment now, you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> so you can expect those, you can expect those fake marriage texts in july and august because that's what i have them planned for especially august because that's really the name well yeah. it's also it's also it would be my great grandfather augustus august we called him august august but he didn't like that he preferred gus but we always called him august august to give him the business it would be, you know august this august would actually be augustus august 150th birthday so in, in commemoration of that I'll be doing a lot of marriage tweets in August. I love it. I love can't, it. Can't wait Absolutely. for it. Absolutely. Can't wait for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But the but the but you know the the you know the the point is is that you know you've got you know there you've got to you know it's just like it's it's like it's going back to the crypto analogy and the problem I have with you know with a lot of crypto dudes I know 
is that I, I just watch them do all this stupid stuff that I've seen them taught over and over again. This is not how you do it. But in their case, greed gets the better of them. And so they rush into things that they shouldn't. And then they lose all their fucking money or a big chunk of it. Dudes do the exact same thing with their personal and their social lives. They, you know, they know what the, 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 the best way to handle it is, at least from an intellectual perspective. They've been taught that. But then as soon as somebody makes their dick hard and it's somebody, you know, hotter or more this or more that than they've ever had before, then, you know, they just, you know, their lust makes them lose their fucking mind. How was your stable rotation? What do you say? He was asking about, how, you know, Jonathan G and I haven't talked in a minute. So welcome back to the show, Jonathan. Dude, my stable rotation is fucking phenomenal, dude. That's all I'm going to say. It's just good. I've got two and that's all I need at this point because I like to, you know, spend my time, you know, quality time between the two. So we're good. I like to address what Dr. W said. You don't, you don't teach triangle choke on your first day of jujitsu. No, that's the second day. And honestly, don't, don't, don't be afraid to apply the triangle choke on your girl every once in a while. Cause she kind of likes it, man. Sounds good. We need to chat against you. Okay. Yeah. Donation or not, just chat me up, dude. Hit me up in the DMs, whatever. I bought a Nasty Daddy, which I hate, but my tastes change. What the fuck? Not what that means. I bought a Nasty. What the fuck is a Nasty? Is that? Our chat chat holes do drugs. Remember that. (laughs) Dude, I want some some of that. (laughs) Need. Need. <laughs> I'm like the wolf of Wall Street, dude. I'm like, I need that. This is not, this is not, this is not Zach Small's fraternity of you know, exuberance or whatever that is. Excellence, yeah. Our chat holds We, we are so, not, we're you know. not going to go to Vegas and not do drugs and not, not drink <laughs> and not talk to girls. And no, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do blow, but I'm going to drink in Vegas. That's, oh, dude. That's all right. I'll, I'll, I got, I got you, Nick. I'll do blow for both of us. I'm going to drink, gamble, and fuck in Vegas like I always have. Same here. That's right. Because what happens in Vegas should happen in Vegas. Exactly. Honestly, it can happen happen anywhere. It can happen anywhere. I'm a little bit, uh, you know, actually, I like, I still like the, uh, I like the non-Vegas casinos right now because the blackjack rules in Vegas suck. If you want to get good table rules, you got to go to all the locals casinos and then you're spending yeah. half your time in the fucking car. And I'm not, I'm not flying across the goddamn country, you know, to spend the rest of my time, you know, driving across the goddamn state just to get some three, two blackjack motherfucker. You know, they got to change that shit. Yeah. No, dude, you're, you're right about that, Nick. Um, the last time when I went to Vegas here a couple of years ago, the the house rules were insane. The bets, you know, the minimum amount was insane that I'm just like, yeah, you know, count me out of all of that. But if you go outside 50 miles or so, then yeah. you get into the small podunk casinos where they're like, oh, $2 minimum, one deck, whatever, you know, and you're like, hell yes, yeah, sign me yeah, up for yeah. that shit, you know, because that's where the that money. Yeah, I need, I need, I need to come out and party with you guys. I've never been I to was Vegas. In, I was I, in, I, that's one of the things I want to do. I used to hit Vegas twice a year. My last Vegas trip was January of 2020 
which I got COVID on that fucking trip. Right. I remember and that. We remember that, the tweets. Yeah. That was, that was right before this. That was right before <laughs> that was, I was in Vegas when we did our first, uh, pre fucking salamanders <laughs> and, and, uh, fucking owls. <laughs> owls and and like if you wanted pretty much it, unless you were playing at three in the morning, which I always am, uh, if you're, you know, to get a three, two game, you had to pretty much be playing the $50 minimum bet table. Oh, which is insane which i don't i don't mind so much i just don't like having to start there and make my bet ranges you know start from there i'd rather start at 25 which yep. is what i've already done and it's it's what i it's what i bankroll myself for and it's you know I, I how much money i bring in order you know assuming that and then when you have to do that you know that 50 dollars minimum if you're going to play with you know barely decent rules then you know then that shortens your that shortens your runway as far as your bankroll is concerned, and then you know, and then you're kind of fucked. So you know, I and that was and that was in July uh, January of 2020, and I haven't been out since. But from what I hear from YouTube and you know the gambling forums and shit, that the rules have gotten even worse since then. Yeah, so. they have. They have. They've gotten worse because you know what. <laughs> I'm in the same fucking groups you are, I believe, Nick. You might even be in a few more than I am, but I I, I am a part of a bunch of groups on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter that deal with gambling in Vegas and some of the other outlying areas. And yeah, it's gotten even worse. And it's just like, fuck that. And I'll give, give me the podunk town in the middle of nowhere. You know, give me Ely. Give me Wells, Nevada, where there ain't shit out there but prostitution and a cactus. And yeah. they got one casino. And it's like, that's the casino I want to go to. Because they're they're back to that 3-2 rule. You know? It's like, fuck it. Because Vegas has gotten way too expensive. Other than if you want to go and see topless reviews and you want to take some pictures for the gram and all that bullshit. Like, all right. Goddamn bull. You got a, you got a mute button on there. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta go easy on the bong there, buddy. Yeah, that whiskey that whiskey went down the wrong the wrong path. <laughs> Here's my thing though. I, I want I want Rob's girl to belly dance for me because I, I like that shit, man. Dude, you really need to come out and see the Fire LED show. Yes, it's like a forty-five minute set. Yes, do. And I'm yeah, telling dude. you what, dude. When when I saw when I was part of the last one this last weekend, and they had some. Oh, what will I call it? Let's just say there was some equipment malfunctions. Oh, shit. Well, because it happens, dude. You know, shit happens. That's real life. There was some equipment malfunctions where for a moment it got hairy. It got fucking scary for a minute. Okay. But it got handled. Nobody got hurt. Everything was fine. Nobody but died. For, it's a good no, day. nobody, nobody got set on fire, you know. But I'm telling you what, you know, there was this one moment where it's like, oh fuck, the worst nightmare that you could think just about happened. But wow, we recovered it. It was fine. Everybody was okay. Nobody got hurt. But the show went on, and I'm telling you what, as I'm watching this shit being on fire safety. 
You know, I'm not in the show, but I'm watching the show, but I'm not watching it as one of the spectators. I'm, I'm making sure people aren't getting set on fire, but I'll tell you what I'm, you know, my, my head's on a swivel. I'm constantly, you know, watching this person, that person, this person, you know, doing this shit, but I could still, in a weird way, I could still kind of get what was going on. And it was like a kiss concert, man. All we needed was the makeup and the blood because oh, that's the fire awesome. was, because Fuck the yeah, fire dude. was already there. The Fuck fire yeah, let's there. go. That's where I was just like, oh my god. Even though we had a technical difficulty for a second, otherwise I was like, and that's what I said to one of the ringleaders, one of the people that was the head of the whole thing. I'm like, dude, that was like a kiss concert. I, I just, I just makeup. I, I, I'm just enjoying the 180 that you've done from being the guy that, that carries a can of gas around for motherfuckers in a match. <laughs> and now you're like, let them burn. It's like, no, don't let them burn. <laughs> you know, but it goes back in a way to Isn't the one strike policy. Okay. Yeah. I go out, I start doing shit in real life where lives matter. You know, there are yeah. things on the line because, again, there was a technical difficulty or an equipment malfunction where if things had gone wrong, it would have been majorly wrong. There would have been injuries, if not deaths. And we handled it. We got it taken care of. And it was fine. Okay. It's that kind of shit. Doing that in real life, getting out in there and doing all that shit that when I come back after the weekend and I'm hot, I'm tired, I'm fucking exhausted, but at the same time, it was great, and I wouldn't trade anything for it. And then I come online, and I see guys talking about high-value men and, and you know, endure and all this other bullshit. And I'm not, that's where I was like, one strike. There's a content creator I follow, and he's a big content creator on YouTube. He's big compared to the Manosphere guys that you know and love. This guy's mm. way bigger, okay? But he's taught me a lot about video editing and audio editing and a bunch of other shit. And he has no idea what the Manosphere is. That if I was like, dude, have you ever heard of the Manosphere? He'd be like, what? He's playing gay bar in Houston. It's a gay yeah, bar in Houston. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. He wouldn't even know that it was a gay bar in Houston. Right? But fucking Montrose. Like, you know what? And purple flirp or whatever. No, it's not PewDiePie. Not PewDiePie. It's not even close. Who the fuck is PewDiePie? Who the fuck is a PewDiePie? I know who it is, but Jesus, I, I regret knowing who that is. Okay. You're but a piece this of shit, guy's, Rob. He's actually bigger than, you know, maybe he doesn't have the followers that PewDiePie does. But this guy's mm. a big, he's a big creator on YouTube. Okay. But he's the one that he's like, you know what? Guys in my community and want to act like a, a fucking retard, instant strike. He just nice. nukes him and he's done. And yes. that's like, oh man, I love this guy. And of course, he's on Twitter and he's mentioned it and he's the same way mm. on Twitter. You act like a fool once you're done. Yeah, and zero I'm chances. Like, yep. And I'm like, you know what? That's where I'm going from here on out. Uh, 
that was your chance. Uh, the, real, my real illustration quick. of that is the time a couple of years ago when you know the th the tweet or the Instagram post that I talk about from George Bruno all the time because I was following <laughs> George Bruno. I didn't like a lot of the stuff he had to say, but I did like the I did like the beard shit, um, and and the pipe shit was interesting to me because I've I've always liked pipes. So I was I was I was still watching him for that, and then he was at the twenty one convention, and he and he made that post about how I implicitly trust all these men behind me with my life. I implicitly. And Christ. as soon as I saw that, I quit following him. Yeah. I, I screenshot that just for posterity, but I quit following him. Wasn't and that a picture that he had of him and Roman and and uh, Alexander Cortez? Not Roman, but it was like, this was, uh, I think, the 2018 or 2019 <clears throat> uh, 21 convention. And, you know, Rolo, Ryan, and all those people were there. And so I, I immediately quit following him because as a man of, you know, in my 50s, I know that that's a ridiculous statement to make when you... As a when I'm you, in my 40s just, and that's fucking ridiculous. Just as a rule, but you know, to make a statement like that with people that you actually just met and don't really know, that just shows me that you have the you have the uh the emotional continence of a woman. And mm. so and so and then just a month later he was shitting all over half of those dudes. He said he had implicitly trusted yeah, his life to because he, then he was shitting all over you know, Ryan and Rolo and, and everybody else. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, what a, you know, what a doofus that just confirms it. But I, I have, I've had that one, stri one strike rule. Well, I have one strike rule for dudes. I also have a, a one stroke rule for the ladies, but that's a different, that's a different, <laughs> I'm surprised that's a different situation. I'm surprised I haven't, I haven't, I'm surprised I haven't been a fucking victim of the one strike rule real quick. Uh, JLM was, Earlier, he was asking, uh, five figure death punch better than kiss minus the makeup, no. except the, the drummer. No, no. I mean, he, here's the thing because, like, I, I've never I've never attended a kiss concert because I'm I'm younger than these two guys, no, no shade, but I, I've been to a couple five finger so death funny. punch concerts and they're they're pretty fucking lit. Uh, the mosh pits are awesome. I don't know, uh, I like five finger death punch. I also like Kiss, but I've never been to the concert. I saw Kiss in like 1979, dude. I wasn't even born yet. So <laughs> get fucked, dude. <laughs> okay. Not you, but me. I'm like, get fucked. I was dude. I was 12 or 13. <laughs> might have been I might have even been 11. Because I was 11 when I saw Aerosmith. Aerosmith was my first concert. Oh man, that must have been awesome. It was it was Aerosmith and uh, I don't remember who opened for them. But then right after that I saw Rush. Oh, it was Aerosmith and Mahogany Rush open for oh. Aerosmith. Not too many people know who Mahogany Rush is, but they were kind of a, they're kind of a I, mean, I know who Rush is. They're I've a trippy rock concert. band. And then I saw Rush and um, I don't remember who opened for Rush. It was somebody like Triumph or, you know, one of those bands that didn't make Nick, it but were pretty cool. Nick is fucking time. with you. Mick, Mick said Kiss is the definition of gay. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, hey. <laughs> I mean, you got to you got to go back, you got to go back to 1979. Was it gay? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Was it badass for 1979? Fuck yeah. Your fucking yeah. life. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, the song the songs were simple, but they rocked and it was a fucking See, party. here's the thing, like like Mick McTubus is he he's basing the present he's best he's using present metrics on old old rock music. You can't judge Johnny Unitas as a quarterback by today's NFL standards. No, no, hell no. Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath, dude. I remember, I remember watching. Uh, 
I remember watching fucking uh, what the fuck is that show called uh, with Jan. Now and they soup had, bitching. I know soup bitching. They had uh yeah, they had Joe Namath on there, man. Back in his prime. That was soup, fucking awesome to watch. Soup bitching showed up late to bring in the the oldie, you know. They were they were kind of acid rock. They were kind of yeah, Brady frog. Bunch. Brady Bunch. <laughs> Purple Flurp is an old motherfucker, dude, because he knows what I'm talking <laughs> Brady Bunch. <laughs> Slutty McSlut face. Who is that? This is a spicy yeah, content you'll never get from Slutty McSlut face. Is that Pearl? Is that Pearl? I don't or, know, and I don't fucking care. All why why does anybody look they're all you know, slutty McSlut faces? Like none you have to be y'all should Come none on. of y'all should listen to us for anything for any reason other than maybe some shits and giggles. But the fact that people go on these shows with these you know, 20 year old airhead chicks and actually take what they have seriously is just, I, I couldn't, I can't watch, I can't watch half a minute of that shit. Well, no, video. because There's like, no they don't, they don't even, do dude, they don't even have, they don't even have, fuck, they don't even have, they don't even have like fucking bruises around their fucking throat, dude. I can't I mean, take it I real mean, seriously. I mean, <laughs> Tate, Tate on their knees. Exactly. Like, what the Jeez. fuck are you even doing with your life? Sweetheart. You know, you know Tate likes to give Ryan shit for kayfabe and giggles, but <laughs> you know, the fact of the matter is that you know I can I can if I want to if I if I got the time I can listen to Ryan pretty much longer than I can listen to anybody. But there's no way I'm going to listen to these 20 year old chicks, and I don't care what they call themselves Fuck or no. who they think they are. And for me to go sit in a studio with them, they'd have to be paying me something like five thousand dollars an hour to yeah. sit there because I wouldn't do Fuck it you for pay free. Me. Fuck you, baby. Oh, no, I would not even if I had shit to sell. I would I do it because nope. it's the, it's and, the and, most and here's a PSA. Here's a PSA for our newer listeners because we've covered this in Pat in previous uh streams and stuff for the Look, last three fucking years. Your fucking red meat, your fucking red meat is just pedestalization. I'm gonna tell you right now. So get the fuck out of here. <laughs> sure, it's here. entertaining shirts for giggles, kids. And you know what? If that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to spend your Saturday or your Wednesday or your whatever day it is, that's fine. Okay. For me, I got shit to do. I'm 51 years old. I got less time ahead of me than I have behind me. I don't have time for fucking red meat. Thanks, Nick. I don't have time for red meat. I don't have time for bullshit. So I prioritize my time. Between my whamming, between my job, between, you know, these two assholes that I co-host with, between what I do with Jack. <laughs> what are you, Bull, what are you laughing about? You. Just you. Anyway, so, you know, I, I prioritize my time of what I do. This is part of that boundaries thing. That's why Bull just got us off next. Okay. I know what my boundaries are and I don't need his horse shit. All right. Nick's over there flexing. Look at this motherfucker here. Stretching. Yeah, I'm I'm stretching. Okay. You know, he's showing us what feds look like. So now you guys know when you go out in the world and you see a fed or you think, is that a fed? Look at Nick. And if it looks kind of like Nick, it's probably a fed. Probably a fed. Look, I just want to say, for the record, that I, I just can't believe I get to be a part of this fantastic <laughs> weekly conversation. If it glows like it a hasn't nick, changed in three years, <laughs> and I'm still welcomed in so warmly and with such fraternity and brotherhood that I can 
you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> a little too long there, you know. But anyway, <laughs> it's like it's like keep keep your death towards death towards close and your closer. <laughs> but I can dispense the hard earned wisdom <laughs> that I've accumulated over five decades hey, going on. Six. You want you want you want something, kids? Look at that recovery. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that daring. Deering. I was no, that was life. not a deer. That was a recovery. That was uh, great. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I gotta, I gotta throw this. Bill Rice wouldn't know what a deer is if it looked his head right. <laughs> and I, I do want to say something in, in praise of this show, which offers and promises to offer absolutely nothing that is socially helpful or redeemable in any way. <laughs> But we're keeping it real. (laughs) We we do hold fast to our inside jokes and we don't explain them for anybody. So if you want to be a part of this community, (laughs) you got to stick around long enough for somebody to finally, you know, let slip what the inside joke is, because we do not we do not offer those uh, freely to the chat holes. Now, if you want me to um, for one hundred dollars to my PayPal, I will do a one on one Zoom call with you and I'll explain all of our all of our inside jokes. To you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you need to put it in the chat to keep it real, Nick, you need to put your PayPal in there. But if you fuck it up, you're out. You only get one, one shot. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I gotta, I gotta go. My fucking my enchiladas well, here. The enchiladas yeah, are. Is burning. she hungry? She hangry. This she bitch hangry. is hangry as fuck. They play a Pyrex dish. <laughs> here we go, guys. We're calling it a night. Have a good one. Lord, I've had a good laugh, and I think I lived it right. Bet there's a big old orgy waiting for me in the sky. Sugar high and them curly cakes, there's and weed and pills. But if there ain't sluts in hell, Lord, send me down to hell.